Welcome to the Her Influence podcast. My name is Vanessa Hoyes and I'm from Montreal, Quebec. I co-host this podcast with the founder and lead catalyst of Gather Women. Her name is Kathia Stopchuk. She also has launched this season her own podcast called The Strong Way. We love her. Anyone that knows her loves her. And I'm going to introduce our conversation today as we begin a whole new season of podcast conversations with our Gather Voices cohort, our coaching cohort that we just graduated at the end of 2021. In the middle of a pandemic, God is moving so strongly with the women across this nation. For any of you that are listening, male or female, I know you know it and I know you sense it, but there is just this raising of the female voice into the places where she belongs and where she is called. And so at Gather Women as a movement, we really felt a strong invitation and leading to begin a coaching cohort last year online in the middle of a pandemic and really get the privilege and opportunity to raise and release so many of these voices into new opportunities and new spheres. So many of them already were strong and incredible voices in and of their own vocational calling, but just to continue to tell the story of what God is doing amongst Canada's women has been honestly stunning and so today in episode one Kathy and I really talk about our learnings all those wow moments that we had coaching these women we were the lead coaches and then we invited in real globally known and recognized and loved coaches from both here in Canada and Australia and the United States. So we had an incredible six months together and it all culminated in a live and just to be live in a room in 2021 was breathtaking. Those that could be gathered together. So these women all had the opportunity on that platform to again, just communicate live what God was doing and their voices and how he is calling them. And for all the incredible conversations that were happening around Gather Rise, the feedback was just so incredible as we listened to people that have tracked with Gather for years to just say, listening and watching these girls and watching them take their place on platforms and on the Gather Rise platform and pulpit was probably one of the most humbling and breathtaking parts of the whole time together and it really was for us for Kathy and I there again it's it's a coming alongside it's not new information that these girls are learning but it's a calling up and a calling out of what is within them already and we truly believe the heart of Gather Voices is that those with a mission will be entrusted with a message and those with a vocation will be entrusted with voice and those with a passion will be entrusted with a platform. It's, it's the language we are using and believe for every female on the planet. These platforms and these opportunities look so different for every single person. But we discuss a lot of this in this episode one. But at the outset, as you are listening to this, dear friend, and you could be listening in Canada, you could be listening across the nations of the world, we want to ask you if possibly there is a, a nudging and a leading with what is on you and within you and your voice, whether you're a seasoned communicator, someone just starting out on your speaking or writing journey, or whether you want to develop communication skills and use this for kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven in any way, shape or form, both within local church contexts or within all these spheres of influence that God will entrust you with. We want you to pray about what is being released and the wait list is already there and the interviews are already happening for our 2022 cohort that we are launching in June this year. 
you'll gather in six live immersives online, but they're live with us and some some incredible global coaches. And then we're going to ask you for some recorded speaks and required reading and required listening and then really look at what those opportunities could be. This season, you are going to hear a lot of these Gather Voices and we want you to hear them because they have blown us away who they are, what they carry as women in our nation and beyond. And so pray about this yourself because we believe absolutely in equipping the female voice here in this nation so that it has deep, deep impact and influence in in the church and in society at large. So love you to consider that. Kathy and I have a great conversation. Any moment together is rich and any moment together is just full of so much chemistry between the both of us. So enjoy this conversation. And as you listen, open your heart to where God would be inviting you this year. Now, more than ever, we believe that our mandate and one of our core passions and values at Gather Women is to equip the female church to raise her voice as well. So enjoy our conversation and cannot wait to connect with you in some way in 2022. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to season six of the Gather Influence podcast. We are actually launching episode 66, and I am welcoming my co-host, Vanessa Hoyes, to the room. Welcome, Vanessa. Hello. Can you believe that is that many episodes? I know. And I know all the conversations have been good because they have all been conversations of things that we have wished when we were talking about it, everyone could hear. And so I can't believe that we are on episode 66. But actually, of all the seasons that we've done, I am almost most excited about this one. Not that I want to downplay anything we've talked about because it's all been gold. We've had amazing guests. But today we are talking about Gather Voices. We are talking about your voice, my voice, and the feminine voice the female voice of the church in Canada. And I think um, there's really nothing more exciting right now as we see the female church find their voice and then learn how to develop their voice and offer it to a world that I believe is waiting for it just right now. Not sure what you think about that. Uh, I agree exactly. I feel like we are, you know, it's, it's tipping point and it's not just what, what's happening here in Gather, it's tipping point across our nation and we sensed that as we came alongside these girls in the cohort, the coaching cohort. So for those listeners and our audience both here in this nation and beyond to get a taste and also again we keep saying it's no longer where are the girls it's more actually like oh my gosh the girls are on the move the girls are on this soil and now we just get to kind of call up and champion what we're already seeing them doing in their local context yeah it's amazing we just for context we ran a coaching cohort uh, for female communicators for six months in 2021. And we had 21 girls that really not only discovered their voice and developed their voice, but delivered their message at Gather Rise in November. And I can tell you it was 21 out of 21. So we're at 10 out of 10. I was blown away. And I think that that kind of reiterates the point that sometimes we don't know what's in it until someone calls it out. I love this quote by Annie Dillard. I had been my whole life a bell and never knew it until at that moment I was lifted and struck. And so here we are walking around with uh, these messages, these beautiful, uh, symphonic, uh, melodic, harmonious, beautiful words to get into the world. But until somebody really allows us that opportunity to to let it get out we may not know what it is and so I think Gather Voices was really an invitation to all of these girls to do what we asked them to do and that was find your voice speak your truth change the world do you really think that's possible yeah I do and I do think it's happening and I do think it's that it goes in that order right I think the 
the changing the world or the changing your world can't happen until it's it's you showing up really as you and then your truth I love that we know the overarching story of God truth but how it rings true in you and is lived out in you is the difference I think between them when change catalytic change can happen in another person and that that awakening of God is God you know is it Thomas Merton the glory of God is man and or woman fully alive and to me that fully alive part is what we've been you know really calling these girls to discover and when that happens and all of a sudden we're like wow God it's not wow them it's wow God right yeah. And that's why it's really a countercultural call uh, to female voices, not saying, well, find your voice for the sake of you. So you you will feel really great about what you have. But this has been given to you uh, for a reason. And these are your words, Vanessa. These are words that you have been playing around and, and sharing with us <laughs> in in the gather world. And I'm just going to speak them, but I'm going to speak them on your behalf because I I'm I love them. Those with a mission will be entrusted with a message. Those with a vocation will be entrusted with a voice. Those with a passion will be entrusted with a platform. Wow. There, there is this sense of being entrusted with something. It's nothing we would have ever been able to get or find on our own, but God has given us something to steward. And stewardship, we know from biblical truth, is, is that you take something and you multiply it. You don't just hold it in your hand. You know, it needs to be greater when it leaves you than when it came into you. Gather voices exist to see all of these things elevated across the nation of Canada, and Canada needs what you carry. Tell me what was in your mind when you were crafting those words as you read them out again and and I love this actually because it's it's nearly echoing back and that's what I even as you're saying that I'm like did I say that well <laughs> you know like that but that's what that's exactly like you reading them back out even over me and then I'm imagining over the listeners but that's what it it's an echoing back that's the power I think of first of all what what we do, you and I do to one another, what I felt like was happening. It's not new. It's not like you and I have something to um, offer these girls and it's because of what we have to offer that, you know, they're, they're going to grow. It's actually, well, yes, we do. But when ours meets theirs, it's an echoing back or a reminder. Our gift meets their gift and our grace meets theirs. So when you read those out, it's if we just, went back to them again for a moment we could say the opposite in fact can you just go back to those three and and turn it around you have a platform right platform. that's your passion right and if you're entrusted with a voice uh you'll find your vocation if you're entrusted with a message you'll find your mission from that but that doesn't make sense no but i do think you know what we notice and can observe sometimes is that's a culture that we do see. I think it's the culture of the world, to be honest. And I do think that culture can creep in to the church. In And yet they both can make sense. I don't know if theologically there it's not about a right or wrong. It's more like I think what we're looking for is it out from that personal discovery that then stewarding, like you said, it's like you steward what you can and God brings the harvest, you know, but you've got, you, you still are entrusted to something. So the, the pursuit of the other, the pursuit of the platform, the pursuit of those, you know, we've all we've all had that you know wrestled that out in our hearts but we've come to realize that that 
that is entrusted to someone who's faithful in what they've been entrusted with I think the rest comes but but creating environments we're also we're not saying there isn't a platform or there isn't because also giving people permission when we're undoing often a mindset and a theology that says no no for a female that's not true right so the limits the ceilings so there was a lot of that going on in this last semester for us all as well yeah there was a lot of deep thinking and deep work and I think what you said is like we have to make the first thing first so we don't respond to an environment around us and try and and match our voice you know conform our voice to what everybody else is saying but we want to dig deep and say okay well what is what is the why of my voice like and I we do believe that that was the place to start so we kind of put a big uh, we embodied this word voice in a much larger narrative arc. And we talked about voice and vocation. Those two are married because the word voice actually comes from vocation. It comes from a call. It comes from so many words um, that are the root of that word, like evoke, provoke. <laughs> it, it's, it's a powerful, powerful. It's not just a sound, but it's a transformational tool in your hands. So we, we sought to understand, okay, how does the call marry with the voice? And then we talked about voice and values, how you really have to know what, what's driving you and everybody's values will be different, but your voice comes from your particular set of values, what you're willing to speak for or be silent about what you're willing to stand up for or stand down for. And then we finished off with voice and vision. Like, what is the vision then? Like, where will you carry this message? How do you do that? How do you craft it? So the first part of this voice and vocation part, we talked about the why of your voice. And I don't know about you, but in all the leadership development training I've done and also given, we often don't talk about the why where we go straight to well where <laughs> platform where can I use my voice it's like well why what's the why so do you yeah. remember what we talked about when we talked about why yeah I think you just made a really good point if you can understand from the very early day of the beginning of creation that that sense of why a female's voice especially in light of what we you know, know and understand and therefore completely feel like can be a lie we live in from early days where it was a woman's voice that caused the fall of, you know, mankind. So we're undoing a whole lot of lies and and untruths and that even just they it's been ferociously opposed in us, this voice from the very beginning of time. So and then we look at the restoration of that voice and we, so even just the theology of that, but that, that driving why we all had to discover that there's an overarching why. And then there's also this unique why for us. And that, and that, that I think the why we decided to do first keeps us when it is opposed and it does keep us when we have to continue to remember that often the opposition isn't you know natural it's actually got a spiritual level to it so that the female voice has been so key from the beginning of time the beginning of creation genesis all the way through to revelation and then in our own life, we keep that story going. And so that why it was, and still for us, for you, for me, like what we do and what we're moving towards in our own life. I know keeping that why front and center, what's my why? What was my life scripture? What are those prophecies over me? And why would I want to move this direction when it actually can be painful to have to curate and develop actually that deep sense of voice and vocation in us yeah that's so good I love that you reminded me and all of us listening about you know the big why and I want to speak to that but also yeah. that for each of us we have our own particular one and that's really really important it's so interesting I I shared before we press record that I've been going through all my papers and and books and I feel like there's millions but there's not there's thousands or there's hundreds <laughs> but 
it's hard for me to let go of a piece of paper. Well, I found this piece of paper of somebody that had prophesied over me years ago. And this had to do uh, with more uh, my music ministry, but everything she said about my voice and what would come out of that is exactly what I'm living. So I get that, that it is specific, but it's general. I want to speak to the general, um, the general topic of voice and the general why of every believer, why they must use their voice and specifically females, because I think many of the girls that follow gather don't see themselves as women who actually have influence beyond maybe a certain small context. But I just want to explain something here. If you have a voice, why is this important? Well, it's a theological concept because utterance is directly connected to how God expresses God's own self. God spoke and in doing so, God revealed God's self. So had God not spoken, you know, let there be light. <laughs> had, had God not spoken at the beginning of eternity, if he will not speak at the transition into eternal community with him, we would not be experiencing his revelation and speech is revelation. And so our revelation, unique and revealing who God is, is so important. So voice is intimately tied to theological revelation. So our speaking isn't just for our own, but for the sake of God's own expression. He entrusts us with the voice to reveal him. So we speak in part for God or God speaks through us. And he counts on us to emit the words of God and the word of God so others might hear the promises of God in their own lives. I just can't believe he, he, we get to use our voice in this way. So our voice and God's voice intersect in our expression, in your expression, Vanessa, God's word and words are interpreted in our utterance. And so we need to utter words. So we all need to, you know, so we can't. And, and that helps us helps us ask, like, what are we saying? Even now in this crazy world, even yeah. now, you know, as freedom wants to ring and loud across Canada, we're making choices about what will be uttered and what won't. So that's why we start there with gather voices. Yeah. And uh, that was interesting. That was great to go through with yeah. the girls. Um, we also talked about then the how of your voice. And you really spoke into this part, you know, do we have spiritual gifts and do we have natural talents? What's the difference? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Again, um, so many beautifully diverse perspectives as we read scripture on natural and spiritual gifts and what are for now, what, you know, that. So even just going beyond that, I think what we loved doing there is starting to just go, who are you? Like what, what is natural in you? What's strong? What's entrusted to you because of how your unique design is? Even the personality that you have that's formed over your years, your story. So we dived some of that really key work that we did with the girls and you and I do in our coaching spaces as well is what's called a voice formation story. And we so it's, it's we story map it. What are what what are the lessons we've learned over the years? And what is the um what's the journey we've been on? And if it was a book right now, what would each chapter be? I was just actually coaching a, a Lee Pastor and I was saying to her like that if you can go back a little bit on your story, not to write the book, but to literally recall the journey, like and recall the chapters that's how your voice is formed in your life. And so sometimes you've got to go backwards. Even where was it silenced and why does that trigger you now? So we did a bit of that work. Like it was part of the work the girls had to do. So um, that story mapping was quite an important part. And it can form a book for sure. It can form, you know, messages and themes. It can even make you aware of who God might entrust you in the one-to-one -one conversation with once you can recall the story of God woven throughout your life. So I think that practice is so micro for every individual, but then there's this, there's a macro to it as well because then you start to see the overarching. You also see where you personally might be triggered in the shutdown, in the silencing, you know, but you get a bit more savvy to it. And then there's gifts and then there's strengths and then there's that best, best stewardship of 
again, the, the best of you and the best gifts that are most natural to you and the ways to speak that just feel so aligned to you as well. So lots of that work. And again, it, the girls are amazing doing that work. And it, it And I think it's work we're going to continue to do every time a season shifts in our life. We can go right back to a lot of what we were doing in that coaching space. And I hope they do. And I I do again and again. Yeah, we all need to because we talked about the when of your voice. You know, what season are you in? And when are you ready to speak? And then who gives you permission to speak? We talked about that too. And, you know, why this is so important is because it is not a linear road from okay, I have a message uh, right to a platform. There, There is all this deep discovery so that when you do speak, it feels like you're speaking from your own body, your own skin. You're not trying to be too much like somebody you've heard, trying to conform to what you think your uh, potential listeners or audience wants to hear, even if it's writing. And so it just makes you more authentically you. Um, and so we did do that work. We talked a lot about platform too like where do you think god might be platforming you right now that you might not even be aware of and that we're not waiting for some magical you know theater to arena to welcome us in but we we can have platforms here and now Mm -hmm. the story work uh was of huge importance and i think just the formation i just finished reading philip yancey's book and it's stunning and he does this very thing he's gone through his whole life and talked about his journey and discovering why he is why he's in the world of writing that he is now why the spiritual lessons that he's learned uh, were so informed by his growing up so it is good work and we can't really skip it or get there any faster so you you touched on briefly the opposition to your voice And I know that we talked a lot about that. And we talked a lot about the fact that there's just opposition to the female voice in general. And how do you feel that kind of played out maybe either in the nation or in the globe right now? Well, coming here, and if you've been in conversations with, been on the podcast journey, you have heard me, you and myself talk about this, but I think here in Canada, uh, it was a shock for me to realize how how much theology was still shaping theology that said women don't have a place in the church in lots of different ways and shapes and forms. That was a shock for me based on coming from just a church culture and environment in our nation, not just in the church I was in or planted, but in our movements where a woman's voice had equal value, equal strength. You know, we were at tables. It was less about male or female, more about gift and grace and who's right for the job. So it shocked me a little bit, a lot, because I kept on saying, why? Like, why gather? Why this? Why, you know? And then actually the more I, again, just planted my feet on this soil and got to know what was happening across the, the church you could feel that that was definitely still there's opposition to that. And um, and I think that is shifting. I absolutely sense the shift and see the shift. And the thing is there was pioneers all the way along doing this. Like there's been a lot of women in our nation here in Canada doing this, but it's taken, I think, like pioneer voices like yours, Kathy, and, and people that have gone, they're here. It's just could we keep elevating the story of their courage and the story of their wrestling this out without dishonoring the wider body of Christ. And that's not an easy tension to manage, right? Especially on social media, especially publicly. How do you let a woman wrestle this out without a watching world just keep going, yeah, that's the problem with the church. That's because that's not what gather exists for at all, you know? So, so I think we've managed that tension by just celebrating when we see it right more than ever. So that's what I've noticed, but you and your passion, your personal passion, your leadership voice that you carry, as well as what you do by um, 
really like the catalyst, the lead catalyst of GABA. You've taught me that that opposition is probably more prevalent than even I wanted to acknowledge. So, Great. Yeah, it's out there, but uh, one conversation and one relationship at a time, we can impact the narrative. One of the biggest opposing forces against our voice, I think, is is us. <laughs> we just don't believe it. Yeah. And we don't have the confidence. I think that's the number one game changer is the lack of confidence for women. And we talk a lot about, about that a lot of times because we don't have the opportunities or the reps, you know, to get our confidence up, you know, we, so we try and do that a lot with gatherers, give a lot of opportunity, not just to develop, but also opportunity to express yourself, do the thing and get some really great feedback and feedback is so important. Um, we talk a lot about, you know, the church as a whole being opposed to the female voice, your context, you could be in a denomination that just doesn't value what you bring culture uh, in any given moment. Um, and then gender bias. In general, we we're in a very interesting world, where the outside culture, the outside forces definitely have more more inroads into our personal life than ever through social media, you know, through the daily news feed, through the internet, we are so formed by everything we see outside of us, including the opinions. And so it's so important now more than ever to know what you believe about who you are and your value, because if you don't, that is definitely a trigger for self-silencing or muting your voice completely because you make assumptions about, you know, no one will listen. Last time I spoke, this is the reaction I got. I'm not the right, you know, I'm not the right age, I'm not the right uh, denomination, I'm not in the right place. And that's exactly what we want to avoid is self-silencing, but stop competing and stop being invisible <laughs> and still stop, you know, trying to be somebody you're not and start facing your giants. And I love that story of David and Goliath, right? He was just not going to buy any of the stuff that was going on around him, any of the rhetoric. He wasn't going to wear the wrong armor. He just goes yeah. out there and does his thing as only he knew how to do it. And, he, and only as he knew how he'd been doing it and what his gift was and those five smooth stones as we read about that were his, like his stones. And I just want to give an illustration. We talked about this offline earlier, but, you know, as I'm stepping into a new space with my voice, moving a little bit out of what people would maybe know me as and moving, it, for me it feels full circle, right, as I'm exploring some of the you know, just new endeavors for me, but I was sharing honestly with you and I think it could be a good example. So where I want to move, I want to get some feedback and and so you want it, right? And then in the feedback, it's like, oh, well, so-and-so is already doing that. So the heart of that was go be inspired, go check out the website, go be inspired, you know, like that. I was telling you, like, that's what it was. I know in my brain, the heart was like, because I read the email, you're amazing. You can do this. Like, it's not like I wasn't being championed to move forward. And then the email was like, go check out so-and-so, you know, like she's kind of who we'll be using in this space. Now I was saying to you, I had to stop because I could honestly have gone like I did, I found, I froze. I'm a nine. So I don't fight or flight. I froze. And so I'm freezing in this moment of my, why then if that's already happening, why? And then I had, I literally said to myself, I'm going to get on the website. And instead of comparing in that diminishing way, I went, hang on, I have this that's different. I have this that's unique. I have this distinctive. I've got this in my story. I've had this in my experience. And I literally took the time to call up again in myself in a God, in a God honoring way, the gift and the story on my life to remind myself in that moment. Yeah, but you've got something unique to offer. Same space, maybe, but different, unique gift. And it was a it was a key moment where I'm like I could be stepping on this threshold at the threshold 
watching what could silence me. And it was the most encouraging email, but it still could have silenced me if I had let it. So I think about all that we do when it comes to that gift and strength and unique part of your story and your story, the highs and the lows of it. That's the things you call on in those moments, I think, to just keep moving forward when silencing wants to come your way for all the reasons that are not like ever, that it was never my friend's ever intention to do that. So, yeah, it's not ever just the enemy, like in his full like glory. It's like all the subtle things that I think happen. Such a great story. And it's so real. And I think so many of us can relate to that. You know, or you sent, you know, something out to be published or or your name for, you know, a speaking engagement. And we've already got that filled with somebody that, you know, and y- you want to be that person, but you can only be yourself. And so that takes us into this whole area of voice and value from a theological point of view. And if you look at the Bible, like who God chose, it was never who you would expect, you know, the male, strong, seasoned leader. <laughs> Very often it was an Esther, it was a Ruth, it, you know, it, it was the least likely in the biblical narrative where God says, I value the male and female. I, I use everyone as part of my kingdom story. But then you also bring such a great strength, Vanessa, when you talk about personal values. Why are those so important in discovering our voice? It's so good. I was, um, I loved that. I love that so much watching the girls in our cohort really start to clarify them. It's a big part of what I do as a leader and a coach, as I know you do. And I was saying today to someone actually in a session, I was saying these values, they shape the way, right? So they are part of the distinction. It's like the things that matter to you and the way you want to do life, the way, right? So it's a belief and a behavior that begins to align. And so we will be reading scripture, believe the same things, but there's still a a beautiful, unique way that that behavior is going to express itself in your life according to what you want to honor as a value. When you do that, I was saying this morning, like, as we were clarifying, I was clarifying them with a leader actually, who's like, there was just, she's being kind of pulled like to and from in all her responsibilities and all that, you know, again, biblical responsibility to serve another person and all that she's carrying and the different dynamics of her life. And I just said to her, when you can clarify these, you also get really clear on what value you can add to the things you need to say yes to. So the value is both your value, but it's also the value you can offer to another person. The big key with values um, for anyone that is like working these out is you can take a hundred words and you can bring it down to five, but unless you can clearly articulate the behavior that would really say, "I'm, I'm honoring that value in my life when... I behave like this. Second key, when are you slippery sloping away from that value needs to be a behavior. And then when's the last time you felt completely aligned? So that value piece for a woman, particularly, it's going to shape her yeses and her noes. It's going to shape her how, how she shows up. And if we can just get a little bit like, you know, marketing language these days, how you get to show up in the world is less about what benefit are you going to bring and I help so-and-so. And they say these days, say more of who you are and your values and that's what's going to allow the right people to connect with you when you can say, I value this and other people are going to go, oh, man, that's what I want more of in my life. So yeah, big passion point for me. And I don't know if we always take the right amount of time as leaders to actually do the work and get those clarified. Right. And I think the importance of values is one of the starting things to do is really key. You use the word alignment and I I love that word. I also love the word integrated because what's going to happen when you do have an opportunity to use your voice, whether it's in a small group or even with your family or or on a platform. We tend to take those moments and then 
try and prove ourselves in those moments. But when you're pre-integrated or pre-aligned, when you've done the work that, you know, there's a whole person stepping into that arena, there's a whole person stepping into that light. Um, you can come onto that space and leave that space no matter how you did. <laughs> and the core of you won't be shattered. And I think if the enemy is going to speak against the female voice or against you who are trying to develop your voice, he sees what the possibility of your voice could have on the world. And he will get you in those vulnerable moments. If you're not clear on your why, your call, your vocation, your values, it's in those moments that he'll come and he'll try and fragment you and you'll be down, you know, and I, we can say this, I can say it because like, yes, I've been there. I know what that feels yeah. like. And so to get shored up from the inside out, then helps you with great confidence, despite the opportunities or lack of opportunities, because sometimes too many opportunities without that healthy yes or healthy no can burn you out. We get to this, you know, how does voice then influence your vision for the future? Where are you going to take your message? You know, how is that going to look? Um, how are you going to sound? How do you do? How do you? manage the timbre of your voice uh how do you digitally record your messages how do you and how do you perceive how do you get feedback for that and grow as a communicator can you talk a little bit about that last section as we had the girls in the last cohort really um on platform deliver a message that after doing all this work was profound well, Kathy, you have led this movement for years now, and you were saying, like, how do, you, you've had incredible guest speakers, same as what we're about to do on this podcast, the season ahead, you were saying, and you said it at Gather Rise, like, this was my favorite. And I'm telling you, like, the feedback we were getting from people was, um, this was my pastors and leaders, especially that were like, oh my gosh, like an environment where these girls are being entrusted with an opportunity to um, speak their story and their truth and what, how God has shaped and formed them. That was joy. That was energizing joy center stuff for both of us, wasn't it? Yeah. And there's so much to learn in this 2022 and beyond season where we don't know how much you know, real life <laughs> messaging, we'll get be able to communicate, we may have to depend so much on digital presence on, on vocal presence on artificial intelligence presence, we don't know what it'll look like. But the fact is, your voice is your voice, you know, your personhood is your personhood. And these things are just tools, these things are just places and contexts, but who you are, never changes and so go with that steward it develop it you know I always say do the work and I do believe these last uh, few months were girls digging in and yeah. doing the work of becoming yeah. and I think that's beautiful work in this day and age rather than having it put on them from the outside and so for anyone considering do I join Gather Voices uh, for our 2022 season? Do I commit to six months of really so much intentional coaching, intentional relationship? We have amazing guest coaches. Um, we have amazing curriculum. But do you want to commit to investing in yourself? That's the question that I would ask. Yeah, I think for every listener that will be listening to this right up to the final day that we do intake for this 2022 uh, cohort, I feel the same. I think it's often a whisper. It's a nudge. It's going to be countered with a lie. Absolutely. Resistance. Why I can't, why I shouldn't recognize that. And that sense of investment that you will make into your, your God-ordained, your God-given voice is, it's not for just this year, it's for the future. And I would I'd go one step further and say it's for the generations because when, you know, when a woman awakens to that which is entrusted for her to steward, there's a watching world and sometimes they're breaking ceilings that they don't even realize and not just for them. It's for the generations to come. And so what we love about it is the diversity of age, the diversity of culture, the diversity of um, seasons that we were entrusted to do life with and form friendship in this cause. And so 
um, for every woman that's going to listen to this podcast and say, is this my season? I don't know if there'll ever be a right season to invest in yourself and have the world open up and go, go for it. You've got time, right? So, um, but that was part of the, the beauty of it is that it was for every single girl part of their stormy story of 2021 and what God did in and through them. So, yeah, it's it's been an incredible honour to be a part of and so I would say to every girl, don't wait for someone else to give you permission, but reach out and let's begin a conversation about it. Right. And we do call this cohort uh, equipping the female church to raise her voice because you are already in a long line of, you know, the saints who we see in scripture. I mean, there are those that have run before us, um, forge new trails, open doors, and we can do that for, I love that you said the generations. And I guess my, my question is, you know, are you going to let something keep you like to the sticky floor? Uh, you know, that reason better be good. If you have a nudge, you know that you're carrying something, um, you have something that you think can be developed and you want to be in a community of like-minded women, you know, that reason for not doing it better be really good because the reasons for stepping out and saying yes to this are, are compelling. And, you know, if Esther said for such a time as this, I mean, of all the women in all the times of history, I believe that you can too. And so we would just be praying. Um, we have been praying for this next cohort of women across the nation to join us. It's going to be a great experience. Uh, I already feel the community even before it's built, because I do believe that we do start at the beginning. Um, our word for this year is Genesis. It's mm -hmm. new. And it also refers to creation. And so what new can be created this year uh, with the Holy Spirit and with this new cohort? Amazing. So we are that I, even over our world, our banner is that sense of new ground. And so Genesis, new ground where we're moving together and I'm just thinking practically as the girls listen, they're going to listen to this season of podcast release. And what we have this season, which is really exciting for season six, is our Gather Voices girls. And so some of them you're going to hear just in a 10-minute conversation or, you know, monologue, but it's not even a monologue. It's a conversation they've been having a wrestling app that they feel to um, bring to birth. And we we are always honoured to again, just keep elevating um, opportunity and platform. And that's what we have. I think at Gather, one of the things we've said is it's a beyond Canada, but it is a coast to coast. It's a national a national movement where we get the chance to just keep introducing Canada to these incredible girls. And so um, you're going to hear from them. We're going to cluster some of their stories together, some of their interviews together. And this was what is your passion and if you could talk to the audience our listeners both here in Canada and beyond in nations around the world if you wanted to keep shouting out in this platform what God is doing amongst us what would you want to talk about what I love I'm a local church pastor and have been for years 20 years what I love is that like in my own church when someone is coming to a platform as we've coached and raised and released them, you have a congregation that is so championing what might be a new voice coming through, a new person coming through on that platform. Others are completely seasoned. But I love that we have a congregation of people that champions the story unfolding in that person's life, not just what they're saying. And I feel our audience is the same. They're going to hear these girls. They're going to you know, sense some are more seasoned than others and some have, you know, more of that natural, like, how do you speak on a platform? Not what we have, you know. But I know that our listeners are going to not only be ministered to, but are going to champion that they hear these girls and their voices at this on this platform. And so we love that about the, the gather community that we have. And so when you do hear one of these girls to maybe a listener, why don't you like tag them or DM them or just, again, just encourage them as they, with great vulnerability, releasing their, their, their voice and message into the world at this level. 
Yeah, we're excited. And we'll put all of their information in the show notes on our website when you go to the Gather Influence podcast. So Vanessa, thanks so much for this conversation. I am always so inspired listening to your voice. <laughs> Likewise, Kathy. I think, I think we love one another so deeply. Um, and we do love, we've got friendship and cause together. So thank you. Absolutely. And for those of you listening, I do really hope that this is the year, a Genesis year for you to find your voice, speak truth, change the world. Until next time, God bless. I trust that some parts of this conversation really awakened something within you or affirmed something within you as you listened about your voice and the shaping and the curating of who you are and how you are called to show up in the world. As we said at the very beginning, gather voices. The wait list is now open. We are beginning to interview people for this coaching cohort. And we believe God is clearly calling some of you to make this investment into your voice, into your value, into your vocational sense of calling. And the more that God would raise and release women to come right alongside the kingdom story here in our nation and beyond, I believe at that point we get to see the full breadth and depth of the nature and character of God. So you could be from Canada, you could be one of our listeners. We've got so many listeners from all around the world. And because this is online, we can make this work for you wherever you are on the planet to be coached in this particular atmosphere and environment. We have six months together, it's monthly calls, there's some homework, there's some really deep dive work that you will do as a person, really, even as you're journeying in this sense of wholeness and, and who you are. And so we cannot wait to connect with you. We'd love to have conversations with you if you've got questions jump on over to gatherwomen.com and you will find frequently asked questions. You'll find some promo under Gather Voices. You'll find the wait list is now open. We are praying specifically over a cohort this year that is also going to become each other's greatest champion. And so you've got till June, first session will be in June, and then we track together for that second part of the year. So we love you. I'm just gonna pray over this decision that you may be being nudged to make this year. So I pray, Holy Spirit, you are welcome in, in this next part of our story, this next part of our voice formation. And I pray for every single woman that has listened to this conversation. And I pray for that, that beautiful sense of calling and a calling up and a calling out of what is within her. And God, even for women that are either on the edges of life right now and don't know if they have what it takes, this story that they are walking out, it is not just for them, it's for the world around them. Would you invite them, Lord Jesus, into this story? And for those that are already in places of significance and influence, would you also invite them into this story? Because there is more, there is more, there is more. And so I bless every listener. I bless every deepening revelation of who they are, whose they are and where and how God is calling each of these women to show up boldly, show up bravely. And I pray this, and Kathy and I bless each of you. Amen.